0: Friday morning, Erev Shabbos, uh, Erev Shabbos Parshas Vayeshev with candlelighting time at 410 in New York. 410 is candlelighting time in New York City. Uh, Rabbi Yudin's words this morning about Parshas Vayeshev and the holiday of Hanukkah will be dedicated uh, to uh, the memory of Bas Meyer Halevi. Our wonderful listener, Ruvain Brick, uh, is observing the 11th yard side of his mother, Bas Meyer Halevi, and we will dedicate Rabbi Yudin's words to her memory. Uh, One of the amazing benefits of having Rabbi Yudin on live today is when he is on live, generally, it is when he is traveling and visiting and celebrating a simcha in the Holy Land. Uh, We love connecting to the Holy Land. It's one of the missions of this network, to keep people in diaspora connected as much as possible to our dear Holy Land. And uh, I'm proud to say that's where Rabbi Yudin is right now, as he is set to address us regarding Um, The Torah portion and the holiday of Hanukkah This time each and every Friday Every Erev Shabbos with great pleasure We present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin Spiritual leader emeritus Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey To address the entire list in the audience Concerning the Torah portion of the week Good morning Rabbi Yudin Uh,
1: Okay, good morning Good Erev Shabbos everybody It's a little bit after 3 in the afternoon I happen to be spending Shabbos In Ashkelon I can only tell you, not to make you jealous, but rumor has it that back where you and Nachomar is a bit chilly, I have not worn a coat except for one night to go to my rib. You don't even need a coat in the nighttime. That's how beautiful the weather has been. So I can only say, come to Eretz Israel, Not just for Shabbos, come for the Eretz Shabbos come to see the hustle and bustle in the streets, you can feel Shabbos is coming in Eretz Israel. I always tell you that. Yes, we have Shabbos back in the States. We don't have the Arab Shabbos. And, well, I come for a lot more than just Shabbos and Arab Shabbos. I can only tell you what a privilege it is to be here and to try to soak up as much as possible from Eretz Hakidosha. Okay, I think we should start with Hanukkah, Havu'oleinu, the tovah on Sunday evening, and then afterwards I hope we'll have a chance to bring in something regarding Pasha's V'yeshev. Okay, so the first thing we should understand historically is that Purim and Hanukkah, the two rabbinic holidays, is that Purim came before Hanukkah. Purim came at the end of the 70 years of exile, after the destruction of the first Beis Amigdash by the Babylonians. And the, at the end of the 70 years, we got permission from Darius, the son of Ahasuerus and Esther, Hamalka, to build the second Beis Amigdash. And midway in the second base Amigdash was the time when the Greeks tried to literally suppress any other kind of lifestyle other than their own, and very basically, I can say, because the Greeks who valued knowledge, and therefore, who was on a pedestal, Socrates, Plato, Aristotle, but what do they understand? Only human knowledge. They could not understand something which was they held eloka, namely divine knowledge, and so Sure, they think that man should have a day off, but that you can't make a barbecue on your day off. And uh, sure, they think that uh, you can believe in a God, but don't you dare mutilate the human body, and especially a baby boy on the eighth day. And so that which they could not understand rationally, logically, they did not accept. So, and there was no tolerance for Jewish life, Jewish values. So let's get one thing very clear. Purim was a threat to the body of the Jew. Haman didn't care if you were observant or not observant. you were Jewish, Haman wanted to kill you. And that's why, how do we celebrate Purim? By gladdening the body. Namely, you must have a Purim Su'uda, a meal Meal on Purim, not so Hanukkah, we are on Hanukkah, it was not a threat against the body of the Jew, If the Jew acquiesced and said, I will not keep Shabbos, I will not keep the Chagir. I will not circumcise, I will not keep Kosher, they let him alone. It was only when the Jew stood up against them that they were threatened. Since the threat was not to the body of the Jew, but to the soul of the Jew, to the Shema of the Jew, therefore the halacha tells us that we celebrate, as the Gemara tells us, with halel and hoda'ah. Halel is that all eight days of Hanukkah we recite halel shalim, and hoda'ah is we include in the shilah, in the shmone esrei, al and we include it as well in the Birkas Hamazon. And needless to say, we have the Mitzvah of Hadlokas Mayor Hanukkah. But this is something which is extremely important. Yes, there is no Mitzvah to have both Hanukkah parties. In fact, the Bar HaShem family's friends get together. That's wonderful. And we can make it into a Sudach Mitzvah by sharing the Torah, by speaking about the miracles of Hanukkah by singing the appropriate zeros regarding the occasion. Okay, let's begin with the time of lighting there, Hanukkah. The ideal time is close to St. HaKos when the stars come out in the New York area. We're talking approximately between 5 and 5.10 in the evening, and the halacha says, that while well, you should write as early as possible to that magic number of five, five, ten, you can write. add just a regular shook. It literally until they stopped walking in the street. And yesterday, in the day of were found with, there was a very short window. There was no light. You couldn't do anything outside. It was totally pitch dark. Today, that has changed, and therefore, while ideally one should light at the proper time, if however one has to light later, one can light as long as the menorah is going to be seen, either ideally from the outside or from those who are up and present with you in your home. If a person gets home at in the morning, and his home does not face a with traffic, etc., uh, vehicular traffic. Then, interestingly, the prophet, client in the Mishnah Bura says, try if you can to wake one person and say, you don't have to put your coat tie on, but please come down and be there for my hot Others disagree with this Mishnah Bura. Okay, whenever you write, is it writing in the right time? It has to burn for at least a half an hour, and that's why I caution that even these small, colorful candles, maybe they say put it in the freezer for you know an hour or two before you're going to use it, etc. Because you want to make sure they burn at least for. Now we'll talk about a this part next Friday, obviously. hour after the 510. okay now um, during the week if you are lighting early and the earliest you can light is probably about three thirty five, five etc you'll have to once again make sure that you're using a lot of oil or large candles. I, it's preferable to use oil because that's where the uh, miracle happens with the oil. Please guard this Sunday night three brachos. The Hadlitz Meir, the light, the menorah, the Shah's Elishim, the Hadlitz Barachim, performed miracles for the Jewish people and Sheikh Yannu. Now, immediately after, we say the three brachos before we light the candle this Sunday night, over Lachi And the rest of the week, when we do not recite again the Shefrianos with the first two brachos. So, then we recite the first two brachos and then we light the candles. Now, immediately after lighting the candles, and we put these candles and oil in from left to right, and we write light, light from right to left. Okay. Immediately thereafter, we say the paragraph. In which you should know what you are saying, these candles be like. to commemorate the miracles, and we say, we don't have permission to utilize them. Why not? I'm going to give you two reasons why you can't use the Hanukkah candle for your own personal use. Number one, think about it. The night before Hanukkah, the night after Hanukkah, they lit candles. If they didn't light candles, they couldn't see. They were completely and totally in the dark. Ah. So if that's the case, that the candles are so necessary, if we were to light candles, how would we know, how would anybody realize that this was being done to commemorate a miracle? They're lighting candles every night. Manishtana, Alayla, Azeth, ah. Nikol The fact that tonight I can't get benefit from the candle, ah, that shows that I'm lighting this to the mitzvah and not to my own personal uh, pleasure here And secondly, it's like the light in the Beis Hamidzah. Assuming there was a cigarette that was not injurious to your health, maybe even healthy for you, wonderful. should have light come up with something like that? Now watch. Kolei could not go to the menorah in the Beis Amigdus and light up for a kosher cigarette. It can it get enough from those lights. Ah, our lighting of power of light in our home is our way of elevating our home and saying we are emulating that which was done in the Beis Amigdus. It's a charge that we should bring more Kedisha into our home. The Gemara says regarding their Hanukkah, near we require a home, a person who sleeps on a park bench. Number one, he doesn't have a mezuzah on the park bench, and he does the police know him, and they say he's okay, he's harmless. Let him sleep on the park bench. He can't light the menorah on the park bench. It has to be connected to... A bias to a home. Now, ideally, an American trail guard for is becoming more and more popular. The light in front of the home, in Kutwa Auret, still not so popular, but the light in a window which is going to face the public in order to fulfill the Time for the publicizing of the miracle. Now, who lights? According to the tradition, one menorah per household. The Abba of the household lights for all of the members therein. The Ashkenazic practice states that the wife is included in the husband's lighting and the the male the write their own menorah. Some families have the custom that the women and girls would like as well. Okay, you light like the menorah where you are sleeping, not where you are eating dinner. So if you're invited to someone's home for dinner during Hanukkah. If you're not sleeping there, you're not lighting there, and you're not going to give them any money to join in with their lighting. It's only if you're sleeping then, that saying that that house is considered your house for the night. Either you bring your own menorah and you light in somebody else's house, or you contribute by giving a quarter or half a dollar whatever it is, Took some money that we are now becoming a partner in the candle, a partner in the oil and the house the head of the household is lighting not just his but lighting yours, meaning his and yours together so that means uh, you can satisfy your mixture that way. It is the custom of lighting the Hanukkah manure, in the Beta HaKneset, in the synagogue, with a bracha between Mincha and Mary pursuing Nisa, for pursuing yourself for prophesying the miracle. But no one is Yosei with that um, lighting of the menorah in the Beit HaKneset. Not even the one who makes the brachos. If he Yosei, he has to go home and make the brachos as well. Okay? And even in Shul, it's important to know that Soma Dalman rubs that south so very strongly that it's only between Mincha and Meireth that you could, should, light the menorah with a bracha. If there is, let's say, a 9 o'clock, or 10 o'clock, Meireth every night, and you're going to that Meireth, and there's a minion in Shul, don't light the menorah with a bracha there. It's only between Mincha and Meireth. That would be. And therefore, at all kinds of public gatherings, chastamines during uh, Hanukkah, like the menorah, it's wonderful, but not with a bracha. A bracha is only in one's home or in a shul, not for public gatherings, meetings, shi'un, etc. Okay? And next, just know that we include Alanise in the shilos, in the Shmona Esrei. If you forgot to include it, you don't repeat the Shmona Esrei. And we uh, do it as well in the Berk muzzle. If you got it in the Berk HaTamuzel, again, you don't go back. You're at the very end. Uh, before you conclude the Shmona the Esrei, and you can say it then and there. We uh, I may mean, not We we'll talk about the next Friday, but the story is to get Aramit on uh, Shabbos Chanukah. Okay. I'd like to just tie in Chanukah with Parshat Vayeshev in the following way. That all of Vayeshev
0: symbolizes,
1: or demonstrates Hashkoch practice Hashkoch Pratis is divine uh, providence, HaKodesh Baruch Hu, running the world. Let's look and take a look what's happening. And Yose is sold down to the triumph. How could this be? How could it be? Shift take car. Wonderful people. The answer is one way or another. The divine plan of history that God has has to happen. God said to Abram in chapter fifteen in Galatians, you should surely know that your children are going to be strangers in a land which is not theirs. They're going to be persecuted, made into slaves for 400 years. This has to happen. And so how it happens? HaKadosh Baruch Hu orchestrates that it happens with Rechil yosef Yaakov will come down to see if the Rabbi Joseph yosef What do we find? Therefore, HaYishlochei when Yaakov sends Yosef down to his brothers, let's make amen. Rashi says, come on, Several is not in the valley, but from the faith of Amukah to fulfill that which God said to those who are residing in Sebron, meaning Abhavu's spirit in Sebron. When Yosef is thrown into the pit, the Torah tells us the pit was empty. Em okay. There was no water, but you know the Rashi, one of the more famous Rashis in the whole Torah, that there was no water, but there were snakes and scorpions, which clearly did not touch Moses. Uh, no and finally, what was the Caribbean taking? Who cares? That the Torah tells us they we were taking perfume. Why? Because normally they were taking petroleum, something which had a foul odor to it, and now. They were taking something the pleasant odor. That the tzaddik should not, thing should not have to suffer anymore. Amazing! This is called the divine Wink. This is called Ashkachah Pratis, and this is Hanukkah. What does that mean? If you take a look in the Zos Habracha, where when Moshe is blessing lazy, Orev Hashem say low, see an incredible Rashi. The Rashi says that there were twelve against the Greek army. Now, don't get me wrong, even if you want to make them captives, but it was such a small as we say army, as we say in the Alanisim, that it was Rabin Biyad Ma'atim that was the many that was given over into this move. There's no greater Hashgacha practice than that. And the whole purpose of our putting the Khanikaminola Where it can be seen by others is to remind us Sha'at Anissa Makarish Baruch Hu performed miracles, which are wow, such as the oil, the sugar for one day burns for eight. That's a wow of a miracle. Telling all of us that the military victory was no less a, a, a wow. And finally, as the Rabban says at the end of Pasha's bow, from the open miracles, we are reminded that every day, HaKadosh Baruch showers us with miracles. And therefore, I take this opportunity of wishing Nachum and his family and our entire family of listeners of J.M. and the AM to realize how privileged we are, to, as we like the menorah, to say that we are Baruch Hashem we are Hashem, your people, and thank you for the constant miracle and hashkocha practice that you provide for us. Shabbat Shalom and a wonderful, meaningful Hanukkah to all.